Hey guys, welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin and Aisha Shelton. And today we're joined by a few special guests who actually happen to be sponsors of the podcast. So this week, we're actually joined by Citizens Trust Bank, uh, and they will be helping us navigate not only the lending process, but a lot of the financial elements that really, really mystify uh, real estate for a lot of the couples out there. Uh, and we're so excited to partner with them on this new series called Cracking the Code. And for this first episode, one of the, one of the things that we wanted to do was talk about the mortgage process. So I will kick it over to the citizens team. If you guys could please introduce yourself as well as talk about what you do with the bank and a little bit about the bank. And then we'll jump into some of the questions our audience has for you guys. Absolutely. Well, first, let me say thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of something so wonderful. This is such a great opportunity for us to just get to know, you know, what's happening and also be able to give any expertise or guidance on what we know on our side. So thank you. I am Yolanda Mumford. I'm the mortgage operations manager here at Citizens Trust Bank. And I also have joining with us is one of our senior lenders, Ms. Sharon Kelly, um, who has, we both have been at the bank for many, many years. Um, and just to give a little bit of information or a little bit of um, um, knowledge about Citizens Trust Bank, we've been around since 1921. Our mission statement is just plain and simple. We believe in educating, empowering, and building wealth within our communities. That's what we started, and that's where we've been going, and that's where we're going to continue to be. So we're excited to be a part. So thank you once again for allowing us to join. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so you guys have been around for quite a long time. Yes. Uh, over 100 years. Yes. It's been an amazing journey. Of course, we partner with you guys. We're doing some deals with you guys. So we're super excited to have you here in our local market. Uh, but you guys are from Atlanta. So that's why we're remote. So uh, I know you guys have been operating in the Atlanta market, but what other markets do you uh, work in now that you're in Houston as well? So Atlanta, like you said, is our home base um, location. We also have um, um, branches or financial centers in Alabama. Um, and we've been in Alabama uh, footprint for a very long time. And now that we're expanding markets, so as you said, we'll be in our Houston market. We're also going to expand to Nashville. And we're also going to expand into Raleigh, Durham. So we have some great plans over the next couple of years. It's just, it's just now it's time. We see that there's a need for some of the services that we have and that we've, we've always had. And so now we just think this is the best time to explore and expand and give everybody else an opportunity to get to know who we are. No, no, super, super exciting. So, you know, you, you talked about a need in our particular community. Of course, financial literacy, you know, needs of, around loans and products, those are hot button topics right now, especially in the climate right now. Um, not only have kind of lights been shed on the disparities in the black community specifically but in light of all the things happening we need to service our own so uh you know we thank you guys for the work that you do in the community and we're excited to jump into these questions so um aisha do you want to jump into the first question that we have for ctb yeah so one of the foundational building blocks to wealth is through real estate and today we're talking about navigating the mortgage maze and so i think we're talking to our audience that hasn't quite purchased their first home right um we have some people that are the 
our fans of the podcast that are on an investing journey. But I think these questions really center around getting that first mortgage, that first building block to your real estate portfolio. So let's talk about for couples of color, what are some unique challenges that they face in the mortgage approval process and how can we overcome those challenges? Great question, Aisha. Um, one of the things that I would like to say about that, that's a, um, it starts with great communication and discipline with the couple. If you're on the same page, then once those stumbling blocks, you can get on the same page there, you can get through the process. One of the important things is credit because that's gonna, that decision is going to be depending on both credits. So you need to be on the same page with credit, where you are, what your credit scores look like. Uh, you need to talk about things like down payment. Where is that going to come from and how are you going to plan for it? You also need to be disciplined as a couple. And just a quick little story. I did an application one time for a couple, a young couple, their first home. And the first thing they did when they came to application, he had his paperwork and she had hers. And I had to stop them and say, hey, guys, this is not going to work. Because every time I ask a question, she hold up her stuff and he'd hold up his stuff. And again, uh, getting together as a couple is is key and being on the same page. Good. No, that's really good. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I, I definitely think we meet a lot of couples that have kind of his, her, his and her versions of things, financials, everything separate, and they never put anything together. I mean, people go years and years without having any kind of joint financial responsibility or financial commitments together. So it's very interesting. Um, there was an article that came out that couples that bank together stay together. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, it's definitely an empowering <laughs> thing. So how can a couple boost their chances of getting approved for a mortgage? Let's say they come in, they do have their stuff together, but maybe they need a little bit of advice on how to just make sure that they're approved. What can they do to boost their chances? So I think it starts just from the beginning of just education. So if you're in the very beginning phase of this, one thing that I always like for a, custom, a customer or a couple to start with is going and pulling your own information. So we understand that there's three credit bureaus. We understand that some people may not know how to access them. So we want to make sure you know to get your three credit reports from Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax or annualcreditreport.com, which should always be free. Pull your information. So then that way, when you do come in, you have a copy of your own credit reports. So therefore, when you sit down with someone who can guide you, a, a banking expert, a mortgage lender, they will be able to go off of what you come into the table saying, hey, I know these are some, some things that I may need some assistance with. How can you help me? So I think gaining knowledge on your own circumstances is one key factor, just educating yourself in regards to where you are. Um, that may be the best key point, just getting your credit reports together. And if you don't know how or understand it, at least you come in understanding that I have to address this because I've never looked at it before. Not knowing anything in your situation, I think is probably one of the blind sides that you're going to deal with because you don't know what direction to, to start to go in. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. As a real estate agent, I come across clients who don't think they can buy because they're like, oh, I have something that I need to pay off on my credit and so I can't buy. And I'm reminding them that you don't know until you know. So you do want to take a look at that credit report and see where your numbers stand before you get to the bank so that you can have those conversations. 
But I've also had clients who didn't think they could buy a home and went through the process and were actually surprised at the fact that they can make a move right now. And so the way the banks put together a loan file, one is more complicated than you or I, and I'm talking about our audience, can can decipher on our own. And so having a mortgage lender as a guide through that process, I think is, is important, but also knowing your information before you come in is really good. Absolutely. You want to you want to just be as educated as you can about your own scenario. You may not know the facts of what it takes to get a, a loan. However, if you know just the facts of you, that makes the biggest difference. And so we have so many different products and services that we can work around your situation. And even if you're not in a position to do it now, we give you options and a roadmap to get you together. Yes. So I think another key factor is coming in first, sitting down with the mortgage lender to go over your scenario before you get get to, I'm ready to start looking because you want to know exactly where you are because there could be a a small window that you may have to address to get things in order, or it could be maybe a year or longer, but either way, we could give you a roadmap to get you started. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that, Yolanda. That's so important. It's like putting the cart before the horse, because if you go out with a realtor or anybody or even on your own and you start looking at properties and you get excited, and, yeah. and, you know, your taste buzz, this is what you want, but you really want to know what you can afford, what's going to work for you and your family so that you can be successful in this process. We mm-hmm. want you to be sustainable home buyers. When you buy that home, again, you're thinking future investment, you're thinking equity, you're thinking wealth. Well, one of the ways to make sure that you can ensure that is you do it right on the first, on the first round. So again, that, that education is so, so key. And, and being uh, being transparent in the process, you know, you got to face up to what's going on with you and your credit, what you've done in the college days and before and before. And especially as a couple, put it on the table, talk about it, you know, so that when you look at that credit report, you know, you're not surprised or you're not feeling uncomfortable with your partner explaining why you got this collection or that collection. You know, get your heads together and say, OK, that was then. This is now. And we're going forward. Yeah, I'll tell people as a realtor myself, like I wouldn't take you out to see a house until you have a pre-approval because I don't want to show you a house that costs a million dollars because that's what you like. And you see a million dollar house and then we get your pre-approval and you're approved for 250000 and then I have to show you a $250,000 house. You will not be moved anymore uh, by that. So we want right. to be very clear on what it is that you qualify for so we can make a game plan to find you all the perfect house. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting too, because I I have an allergy. Getting your credit report is kind of like losing weight. We can mess it up in 30 days and then it takes (laughs) us a year to get stuff back in order. That's a good one. Yes, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. So just like you said, someone who wants to look at that million dollar home and may have the income to support the debt, but don't have the credit to qualify for it, doesn't mean it can't happen. It just means it takes time. There are steps and measures you got to take. So we understand losing weight doesn't happen in 30 days, even though we gain it in 30 days. Cleaning up credit does not change in 30 days, but there's options to get you ready. No, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, for a lot of couples starting the process, and like Aisha said, they don't know if they can, right? Um, Back in the days when people used to go to savings and loans, they go, you know, to their local corner bank and sit down and, you know, somebody they go to church with and they look at their situation. How can 
a couple now take those steps to create that community experience for themselves to get in the pipeline and start to be prepared. So how can they make themselves more attractive to a bank, whether it's community bank like you guys, whether it's, um, you know, even some of the bigger banks, what's the best approach for them? Is it going down, sitting with a personal banker, making sure all their checks go into the bank? How do they start that relationship process to make themselves more attractive um, to be a candidate for a mortgage? Well, Back in the day, there was a rule that homebuyer education was a requirement. Mm -hmm. And I really believe in that because that is what helps to build that foundation that you're speaking of. It gives them a basic foundation of the process, the products, the people that are involved in the transaction, the roles and responsibilities of those individuals. You know, a person, an individual, a family needs to have an idea or an understanding about all of this in order to be successful. It's like um, when you're working on your job and if you go to work every day and you don't do your work, what is your boss gonna do? Fire you. All right, well, when you start this process, if you start working with an attorney, a realtor, a, a, a home inspector, and you aren't clear on what their role is and what they're supposed to be doing, then they're in charge of the transaction. They're making decisions for you. They're telling you. But in order for you to be a part of this, you need to understand it. And, and again, getting that education, understanding the process and the products will help you uh, better than anything that you can do. And that's one of the things that we, we don't require. But we ask people to go to HUD approved housing counseling agencies first, because those agencies are held accountable for the types of programs and products and the things that they teach. And they're equipped, they're trained to read credit reports. All credit reports are different. Trust me, some of them look like uh, uh, a manuscript or something. So when you look at a credit report, it's hard to tell what am I looking at? What does this mean? It's full of codes and all kinds of things that you may not understand. So getting that help on the front end, maybe from a counseling agency that's an approved counseling agency where the people there are, are equipped to give you that baseline knowledge. We call it home ownership 101. I like that. Yeah. I like yes. that. And we don't and we don't necessarily require you to be a customer of ours to come in and gain the knowledge and the power you need to become a homeowner. We strongly recommend, but it's definitely not a requirement because what we believe in, we want to help the community understand like like you, like you said, Aisha, when you didn't know you could, we want to teach you that you can. Yes. So when you do have an opportunity, even if you have to, if you go through a hood counseling agency or come directly to us because you've heard of us or because you've heard of your institution, you just have questions. We would like the opportunity to sit down with you and go over each step that it takes to get you to homeownership. So we believe in handholding. We believe in being patient. We believe in guiding you through the process because we know this is probably going to be one of the largest transactions that you ever do. So therefore, if you don't have you don't have the proper person in the relationship together to get through this process. It's already going to be stressful to the new home buyer. So we believe in a lot of handholding, a lot of patience, and it's not requirements for you to already be an existing customer. We hope that once you come in, sit with us, go through this process, at that point, we get to build a lifelong relationship at that point. So it's not about a transaction for us. It's about building a lifelong relationship so we can all do this for generations to come. No, I like that. I like that a lot. So, of course, we know representation matters. And with you guys being uh, 
not only one of the oldest black banks in the country, but one of the largest black banks in the country. And we ain't got a bunch. So it's like y'all and maybe one or two others. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the the kind of resources that you have specifically uh, for our community to help us navigate this process? Uh, you talked a little bit about education and, and really handholding and walking them through the process. Uh, are there specific loan types? Are there things, you know, CRA credits I know are a big thing, affordable housing is a big thing. Kind of give an overview of, of what the market looks like and then how you guys specifically help our community because you are in our community and a members of our community. Uh, so there's a there's a buy-in that you guys have that other financial institutions may not have. Talk a little bit about that. Um. Well, first of all, we we do have the fact that we're in the community and we've been in the community so long. People know us. And when we are in Houston, it's going to be the same thing. You're going to know us because our face is there. This face right here, you're going to see me out there, you know, at the community meetings, visiting with with groups and talking with realtors and trying to make sure that we are out. You know, we have the outreach. That's what's important is how uh, the delivery system that you use. And we use a system of like we're not afraid of the community. We're not afraid to attend your meetings. We're not afraid to be in the parts that answer the tough questions that you may have. But again, it's going to be a situation where, you know, we hear this expression now about diversity and inclusion. That's who we are. And in the community, that's one of the basic things in the community that we need for, for us, our people to understand. This is for you. This is about you. You're entitled. That is why I actually got into the business because I worked in the corporate on the corporate side about eight years before coming to Citizens Trust Bank. And what I the reason I came to Citizens Trust Bank because I could clearly see there was so much diversity in living lending. I could see the adverse actions going out to our people, telling them that their loan was declined, and I could see people of not of color getting their applications approved. And it was called what we, what I call the thicker, thinner file. What mm. was happening then is that our people did not know and did not understand the principles, the type of information, how to answer the questions. So their applications were very thin, mm. but other people understood and had the knowledge. Their applications were very thick and they got approved and more of our applications got declined. So I made the decision I'm going to go work for Citizens Trust Bank where I can take all this knowledge and experience and make sure that I'm at a place where we can put it where it needs to be and that we can reach the people that really need it. Yeah, I think that's phenomenal, though, because when you think about your partnership, when you're building wealth, you need a team. And one of the people that you need on your team is a good banker, a good lender. And so Citizens Trust, what I'm hearing from you guys is very vested in the community and the success of each and every one of their clients. And so that is extremely important to have, right? It's one thing to have a large bank. Oh, I bank with Bank of America. I'm going to go see if I can get a loan. But if you can go to somebody that you have a relationship with, you have a greater likelihood of being successful at getting that loan approved because they can help guide you through that process better. So thank you. I mean, it truly is for me heartfelt to hear that we have this kind of a a company that is available to us in the markets that you all are in. Yes. Thank you so much. It's just, we believe in it. We, we want to be, we want to treat our customer our clients 
like family because I know, and I speak this all the time when I'm dealing with a senior that may be a first time home buyer because it's so many of them out there. I look at them as a parent. I look at them as my family and I know they don't know. And so if I don't give them, if we don't give them the guidance to get through this process and as Sharon said, sustain it once we get them through it, then we fail what we said our mission is. So we believe in our passion with every one of us that works throughout our institution that we believe in not only giving you the resources, but also making sure you sustain these resources once you get to that goal where you were trying to go. So other things that we've also done too that you asked about, because we want to make sure that we keep an impactful relationship in the community. We've also worked ourselves and we position when you talked about some of the, the CRA, some of our, you know, capital, what we're going to do with it. We have, uh, and we haven't made the big, big announcement now, so you're kind of getting some of this information. Everybody's getting some of this information. We, we've created our own Citizens Trust Down Payment Assistance um, grant program. And so we understand that there's still a need for, you know, clients to have, you know, a little bit more money because we know everything's costing a little bit more with, you know, some of the rising rates and, you know, some of the sales prices. So therefore, we may not be able to give a large pot per household, but we're looking at at least $2,000 as a grant for every customer that comes in and that's willing and able to do a loan, you know, where we're in, you know, I guess the vessel of the transaction. So we we have the opportunity where we're doing that now. We just kind of implemented. We we haven't made, like I said, the full announcement, but we believe in these type of things or things that are needed right now in our community. We have other down payment assistance programs and they do come in and can be layered with each other, but we wanted to do something specific to Citizens Trust Bank. We wanted to show that we are completely connected and we want to remain impactful in the community. So not only provide you with the passionate service that we're going to deliver anyway, and we're going to hand hold you through this process, but we wanted to also leave you with something that you can always say, I got this and I don't even have to pay it back. It's just because they believed in me enough to give me a chance. And that's what we want to leave you with. No, I love it. I love it. And exactly. for those of you out there, um, I want you to leave a like and a comment uh, and follow us on all of our social medias and follow CTB. Uh, I also want to Thank you guys for being guests on this podcast and partnering with us on this Crack the Code series. So to wrap up, give us three pieces of advice, actionable advice for couples out there to take the next step on getting that mortgage, starting the relationship, making that phone call, and then give them your contact information so that they can reach out to you directly. Okay, well, I'll just start by giving you one of the most important things we need you to look at is your credit. Uh, we need you to look at the money for down payment and closing costs, which means savings and budgeting. Very important. If you get a budget in mind now, then you'll be ready for what comes down the road. So saving and budgeting, looking at your credit. If you've got collections, you need to start addressing those kind of things. If you don't understand what to do, seek some counseling to find out, should I pay them off? because you may have collections. Don't start spending all your money. Get some help first. If you've saved up money and you've got collections, you need to get with a resource that can help you determine what, how you need to handle that. And again, all of this is the kind of thing that's going to go back to seeking the right kind of help on the front end. And that's people like the loan officers, the mortgage loan officers that can assist you at Citizens Trust Bank. Absolutely. Uh, 
Again, my name is Sharon Kelly. You can find me on Citizens Trust Bank website at www.ctbconnect.com. And I'll let Yolanda finish up and giving us some good contact information. You did just fine, Ms. Kelly. Because the secret is you'll actually find my cell phone number there just to show you how accessible I will be to you. When you look on the website and you get a phone number, it won't lead you through an audit system. It'll bring you directly to myself or one of the other lenders that's trained and available to assist you. All right. Now, if we don't blow you up, you better watch that. It is okay. (laughs) It is okay. Just, um, and so also I think one other key piece is discipline. Just remain disciplined and remain patient in this process. Just like I said, remember nothing happens overnight. So even when you think you may not be in the best situation, there's still opportunity. There's still an advantage for you to at least get started. That's when you don't succeed, when you don't start. So we're going to remember, we're going to start this process. And if I'm not ready today. Who says I won't be ready this time next year? So I believe in remaining disciplined and being focused on opportunity because this is still the best time to buy. Don't forget it is the best time to buy. I'm Yolanda Mumford. I'm the mortgage operations manager. Once again, you can always connect with me um, at ctbconnect.com or also on all of our social media platforms. And the best number to reach me at is behind me, 678-406- 4135. That gets you directly into our mortgage team. And as Ms. Kelly mentioned, if you go to ctbconnect.com, you'll see our group of loan officers with cell phone readies available, ready to take your calls, questions, comments. We're here to help. Just remember, you may not be ready, but we have opportunities and resources to get you ready. So and don't that's wait. It's nationwide, right? Nationwide. It is nationwide. There we go. Yes, I, want, I want to plug that out there. So yes. anywhere in the U.S. Uh, y'all ain't gone international yet, but it's coming, it's coming. But, <laughs> Actually, we uh, have done one long international. It was there we go. Yes, we, we did. did it at the embassy. Yes, we did. And it was, All right. it was very interesting. So but look, yes, so look worldwide, call a number. Call a number. <laughs> yeah. No, we appreciate you guys. We have enjoyed this talk. We look forward to uh, continuing to crack the code and making sure that we share this information with all of our audience and all the couples out there and all the singles out there who want to get started and invest in themselves by investing in real estate and learning to learning to grow their portfolio as well as start their journey financially. So thank you guys so much. Uh, this has been the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. I'm Kevin. That's Aisha. Thank you, CTB. Uh, Miss Yolanda. Uh, thank you, Miss uh, Kelly. Sharon, I ain't want to mess it up. So there we go. That's okay. (laughs) But no, thank you guys. And uh, we will see you on the next episode of Cracking the Code. And this has been the Marriage Real Estate Podcast. We're out. Bye.